Welcome to She Rises Up podcast with Gemma and Lara. We are multi-award winning international coaches, authors and speakers specialized in women's empowerment and conscious leadership for women. Here we want to empower, uplift and elevate you with conscious conversations aimed to unify femininity, business and consciousness. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of our podcast, She Who Rises Up. With us today, we have Gemma. Hello, Gemma. Hello, Lara. Hello, everyone. Delighted to be here on our number 10. It's, it's, it feels very special. Is that right? Do you know what I was thinking about checking out from a neuro, numerological perspective? What does number 10 mean? You know, it would be, it would be interesting if we were to, 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 um, to tap into that. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, right right there yes let's do this Let, let's find out let's find out when we finish absolutely so hello everyone and welcome welcome we're excited that this is a little milestone to have 10 episodes and uh, it's very exciting to be here with you to um to give you a framework of how we're going to engage in this conversation with you we are going to be doing things slightly different today and uh, what we are introducing apart from the numerology that uh, um, that we will that was an idea that I just had but also we would like to share what has been our greatest lessons since we um, saw each other uh, two weeks ago and uh, and that way um, it will help us right to move faster. I don't know about you, Gemma, but it feels as if whenever you were sharing with me your insights and things that you've learned, I automatically, the moment that it resonated with me, I automatically embraced it. And I felt that I was going faster in my development. Mm -hmm. And is that it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm very conscious of that. And the, 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 the reason I share those things with you and, um, and, and with other people that I know can understand the experiences and see beyond that is, is, is because of that, because I know it can help other people to see that we're all humans, that we're growing and we can grow faster when, when we know that other people are going through the same um, or, or different situations and how to resolve them in a, in a more conscious way. And also to, to, to make sure that I integrate them as well because by, by sharing them, um you actually tell them you are you, you leave them again and more insights come out so many times when i was sharing them with you um yeah new, new insights new insights came through the conversation by your questions or or through your insights as well so it's very valuable uh, so we we do we do hope that that happens as well with this uh, with this podcast today Absolutely. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to be introducing some of our greatest lessons that we've learned and we have experienced over the last two weeks. And of course, we have our cards that we've picked for you and that uh, these we we believe we know actually that these are the cards that are going to be helping you if you choose to listen to this podcast over the next two weeks. And we invite you to to embrace this lesson and to contemplate on the on the essence of the of the uh, of the cards that came through the messages that came through okay let's get started Gemma what has been your greatest lessons lesson or lessons over the past two weeks mm. uh, the first one that comes to mind is related to one of the cards that um, we um, we had been chosen 
for today, which is uh, forgiveness, something relating to forgiveness. And um, my experience this week was to be the first one to forgive. And sometimes it's difficult when you're in a relationship, in whatever type it is, um, that you, 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 you get into some sort of um, conflict. And it's not easy to be the one, the, the first one that goes and, and asks forgiveness. Because obviously you can see that the other person also has something to something to share, some responsibility to share for the for the origin of the conflict. But that letting go of that um, and be the one to forgive or to ask for forgiveness uh, is very empowering. It's very empowering and it's choosing the way of the heart always. And I realized that by doing that, it came from a place of unconditional love. Uh, from a position of humbleness and by from a position where I was choosing my inner peace and putting myself first as well and I thought that's that's really important to dig into because um, we think that we forgive um, for the other person and, and yeah it is a, pres a present for them it's a gift for the other person to hear the beautiful things you have to say and, and when you ask forgiveness but ultimately the gift is for you because you return to your peace of mind uh, you return to your heart, to the unconditional love that comes through your heart. And, um, and um, we go back to the self-love that we've, we've spoken to uh, about in, in, in previous podcasts. Um, so forgiveness is, is about self-love. I remember also a quote that I wrote a while ago that forgiveness is for giving. So forgiveness is, is a gift, is for giving. Um, it's a gift. It's a gift for you and it's a gift for the other person. What happened to me, it's automatically allowed me to open my heart again and go back to that state that I'm normally in, which is the open heart and the unconditional love, peace and joy um, that, that I, I, I left for, for, for a few minutes. And by forgiving, I, I choosing to be the, one, the first one to, to choose forgiveness, allow me to go back into the heart straight away. And then the other person followed it just followed. I guess it depends on the other person's consciousness whether they follow or not, but that shouldn't be um, our concern. The concern should be to, to be the, the first one to, to that, that someone has to be the first one. So why not be you if we are conscious of it? So being the first one to forgive and knowing that we do that for ourselves, that it's a gift for ourselves and for the other person. And we, we, we do hope that by doing it from, from a place of total heart, the other person also gets it and, and they transform and the, the whole situation can transform if we do if we do that if we do the forgiveness from from the heart so that was the lesson for the week the, the main realization was that someone has to be the first one to forgive so why not be the one uh, the, 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 why not be the one to to do it and stop waiting for the other person to do it wow wow i think po podcast over <laughs> this is it <laughs> no way no 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 there's so much more. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. The question coming to mind. And the first one that we could explore a little bit later is why is it so hard to forgive? And why is it so hard to take that first step? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, so it would be interesting to explore that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, anything else, Gemma, that has been a big lesson for you over the last two weeks that you feel that uh, our beautiful ladies uh, will benefit from? Um, I think with, with forgiveness also come the letting go. And I think probably that answers your why. The letting go of 
um, anything that comes of blaming, of pride, of anger, is totally letting go and is surrendering. Um, I think forgiveness comes from this feminine energy and the letting go and surrendering is, is key. So once you surrender to the beauty of your soul, um, choosing inner peace above everything else, uh, then forgiveness is, is easy. So that was another, another thing, letting go, letting go of any expectations of anything. Just, just forget about it all. Forget about the argument that happened. My soul wants peace. So let's do it. And, and forgiveness kind of take you there, take you there immediately. That was, um, that was another thing, the letting go. The animal kingdom, I'm not sure if our ladies are, are able to listen. The animal kingdom are green, Gemma. They are green. The Ooh, I didn't think hear it, but yeah, they, they do. <laughs> if we observe animals, that's a really good point. If we observe animals, they don't really hold any grudges against anyone, don't they? I mean, you, you can, I don't know, whatever you, you do to them, of course, if, if some people mistreat animals, they know better and, and they don't get any closer to you, but they don't hold any grudges for, for anything. They, they're always there. They're always unconditionally loving and they always come back. Um, even if um, we, we know pets, they, they, they miss us a lot when we leave home uh, and when we come back, at least my cat, she's always there at the door welcoming and, oh my God, what kind of, where have you been? If she could talk, she, she would say, where have you been? I've missed you all day. So there's no grudges of where have you been and you left me alone and you didn't leave food, whatever it is. They don't hold grudges. So yeah. so much that they can teach us. And uh, the fact that they agree to it, it says a lot about them. <laughs> that was their nudges to say hey you know we are we are teachers too you know so use us in your podcast I, th I think there was an element of that from my perspective what have I learned okay what have I learned wow all right um what uh, I, I I listened to somebody saying something the other day that deeply deeply resonated with me and the moment that something resonates with me it means that it's mine right it means that I'm learning through the other person and this is what happens when when uh, we speak Gemma and I and and that person was saying uh, again I'm not going to get into the details um, but it, it was saying that these days taking a decision in relation to some aspects of what's happening in the world is actually a path. It's actually a path. And that path is a path of trust and love. And the moment that I saw that, um, the moment that I, I heard that, I'm like, this is so true. If we are in a position where we have to, um, to make a decision, whatever decision we make, whether it's the acceptable decision or the unacceptable decision, actually is a path that we have to take both from both uh, perspective, uh, from, from a place of trust and love. Now, it would be interesting to see if, if uh, the perspective of love and trust is the same for both people. Uh, but having said that, um, yes, that resonated deeply, really deeply. And the second biggest lesson that I'm still in the middle of it, so I could not say that I have mastered it, but it has, it's already in my awareness and I know it's a lesson that I need, to, I need to fully integrate. And that is the art of non-intervention. The art of non-intervention. What do we mean by that? If we believe that we come to earth to experience certain things and that we have a soul contract that has been already uh, agreed before incarnating to earth, then who am I to 
um, stop other people's contracts to be fulfilled because it doesn't suit me right now of course we could get into the argument that maybe there's also part of my soul contract right but what i have learned is that um uh, I, I have been in a situation where i could see somebody making a decision that I, in my opinion and knowing what i know right now it would be so wrong so wrong so wrong and despite the fact that i had shared my views and everything else that and that person made the decision that they wanted to make this is very much like saying to a smoker person you got to stop smoking but it's actually their decision whether they want to stop smoking or not right and um, and seeing that person potentially damaging themselves and um, well from my point of view unnecessarily but from their point of view is necessarily right um, that was something that um, that I'm learning and of course you still have to love them you still have to um, show up for them you still have to um, respect that decision even though it's a decision that doesn't suit you and it's something that even last was it last year when my mother was in hospital in a coma and and i was ready to let her go i was ready to let her go but actually it took me a while to be ready uh because i realized that i did not want her to go because i didn't i wasn't ready for that myself it, you know but if her sole contract was to go who am i to stop that who am i to stop that right so these are the two big lessons um yeah yeah, those have so, so such powerful insight, Lara, and uh, I'm experiencing the same with my cat right now. She's a bit ill, and I'm I'm going through the same experience. Who am I to stop her life, to take her to the vet and end her suffering? Am I ending her suffering or my suffering because I see her suffer and I suffer? Um, it, it, I, I just cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot even uh, sometimes give her the the love or the care that I feel I could give her because she's in she's in discomfort and if I touch her or, or grab her she's she's more uncomfortable than she was before so by um by doing that we give love in the way people need it not in the way we need it and sometimes it's, it's like you said by let, letting go of what we think is best what we want or our fears of losing someone or and, and we have to we have to accept, we have to accept and, and let those contracts run in because who are we, right? We, who are we to stop that? So that's uh, such, such great insight. Absolutely. It somehow reminds me of something that I've been going through as well, um, which is about intuition or the messages that we get from above, from our heart, from yes. our guides, whatever. Um, and sometimes we want, oh, well, yeah, my intuition says that I have to do this. And sometimes those messages for many of us come in a way that we feel rushed into doing them at the time that we get them they come with this sense of um, there is no time but you have to do it now you have to go somewhere now or you have to do this now uh, my intuition says this and i feel that is our responsibility the more conscious we get the more um, awareness we, we have that those messages come from different dimensions and in those dimensions time and space don't exist and of course there is no difference between now and, and, and future so that's why the sense of uncertainty and rush that we get but it's our responsibility of 
gods incarnated or angels on earth or whatever you're going to call what we are um, humans on, on earth receiving messages from from above from our soul to discern and decide okay i have got this message very clear message from my intuition from my guides from my heart whatever you call it from the universe but it is my responsibility of some someone grounded on earth to manage that message and to choose according to your circumstances and the circumstances of people around you or the world of when to follow let's say the orders from above and i thought that was really important because uh, like i said those messages come with with a rushing feeling and sometimes this rushing get us into situations that are not uh, supportive and we get into complications so discernment and um, letting go of the need of uh, obey let's say obey those orders immediately um, we have to let it go and instead use our responsibility and we get the message but i'm working as a team with those um, beings who i get the message from or with the universe or with my heart we are a team and my job is to manage the time because that message comes from a timeline where or space or another dimension where there's no time i thought that was really important and it gave me great peace to know that that that's my job i'm here working as a team with the higher beings, with the higher dimensions. And those messages that I receive, my job is to actually manage how and when to, to put them in, in, in place. When you, when you shared that insight with me a few days ago, that was like an, a wow moment, a wow moment. And it reminded me when a few months ago, I received a very clear insight that I needed to, to change a flight. And I'm like, but what, what, what change a flight? Why would I want to change a flight? It's like, I already booked a flight like two weeks ago. Why do you want me to change it now? And at that moment of time, actually, I decided to change the flight, but I still was feeling was like, why do I have to change the flight? You know? And I was like a little girl thinking, I'm not fucking changing the flight. You know? <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so uh, hearing that from you also, uh, it's very empowering, right? To say that mm -hmm. oh, I have the last decision and the last uh, choice. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is not to be confused with us not using our intuition or shutting down our intuition completely, which mm -hmm. is what we also see in the world. Like that was so disconnected that we decided to shut down. So it's about then knowing where that intuition is coming from you or, or um, is it is that the right thing? Let me see. Let me take a moment to 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 gather my thoughts. So, is the intuition coming from you because you know what's best for you, or is it coming from from the other higher beings? Because um, am I expressing myself well here, Gemma? Or yeah, I think um, there there are two. Uh, stages in discerning for, for what you're saying uh, so first is to really check am i really in my heart is this message really coming from whoever it is for you your heart the universe higher beings whatever it is you call them and then when you have clarity that the message is clear and you check it in in any way that you check it then okay um it, it's, it's coming with um this rush feeling i was talking about then a second level of discernment is it really do i have to do this now like when in the example that you gave Lara, with the tickets hang on a minute but really do i have to do this what are my circumstances around because maybe the message that i'm getting um or if it comes from um 
whoever comes from, like I said, come from uh, dimensions where there's no time, there's no space, but we, we are limited um, by, by those things. So we are best to decide, okay, I'm going to do this tomorrow or the day after. I'm still going to do the message that I got with my intuition, um, but it's my job to decide or to discern rather than decide when is the best um, time to be. And it's working as a team. So you said it's very empowering and it is because I feel it take the um, sense of slavery or victimhood from us being on earth, receiving messages and, and complying to those messages. We work as a team. We have the antenna, we receive the message, but then our work here on earth is to put the message in order when um when we feel is, is the right time so that's that's our job um it's like the i don't know the general in in in, in a military mission he received the order from above but it's the job of the general to say okay we, we have to go to war but right now i can't because i have a few men who are down or it's not the right time because such and such circumstances so it's the the, the job of the general to decide when to comply the order from above. Mm. So that, that's our job. We are kind of the middleman mm. um, in between uh, working with the beings above or the universe, love, whatever you think those messages are coming from, your intuition and, 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 and our circumstances in the world. Do you know what was coming to mind? Uh, it's um, we, uh, your mission and my mission is to support women. Basically the ultimate uh, purpose is to tap into the sovereignty, right? Mm -hmm. So yes. how can I be sovereign on earth if I'm not sovereign, <laughs> you know, with, with my relationship with, the, with the, the other dimensions or with the other beings, if this is something, of course, that, that the ladies believe in. I would, yeah. that, of course, you know, we do believe in that um, and we know it. So, um, so that, was, that was coming to my mind. If I'm a sovereign being, I'm going to be sovereign with everyone, you know, from this dimension and other dimensions too, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And I realized that they... They, when I say they, again, it's uh, the gods, the angels, the, our intuition, the heart, the, the universe, whatever we call it. They don't want us to be slaves. Um, we are already here and we have to do so many things that we don't want to be doing. We work as a team because the, the essence is the same. It's some part of our soul is ingrained on this earth as a human being. Um, but we're not slave of, of anyone. We're not under orders of anyone. We're working as a team with the higher dimensions. And that's very empowering and it's beautiful because we can serve them better by, by being empowered like that. And, and they can use us better because we are here and, and we know how we work here. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay, so let's move on to our cards. Um, and we have a few minutes to talk about the cards. And although we have already tapped into the cards in an indirect yeah. <laughs> and the cards that we, we picked up for you, or that came through actually um, for you, it's the card of forgiveness and transformation. Now, Gemma, what, was, uh, what were some of the thoughts that, coming, that were coming to your mind that you want to share with, the, with our beautiful ladies when it comes mm. to forgiveness? Thank you, Lara. Yeah, I, thought, um, I think I... I spoke about forgiveness a lot at the beginning of the podcast and um, I think that the mindset of um, transformation starts with forgiveness it actually starts with gratitude and forgiveness uh, is the opening of the heart is following the way of the heart and then you transform and your environment transform and the people transform it's, it's just it's, it's inevitable um, 
I think the mindset of the 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 mindset of the person who who forgives um, and who chooses transformation is that everyone does the best that they can, and having that mindset is very easy. Then, at least it is for me. It makes it easier to forgive because you know that the other person is doing the best they can. So you got into an argument with them. They did something you didn't like, but everyone is doing the best they can, really. And we're all one at the end of the day. So why not? Why don't we become more conscious, more aware, be the first one to forgive, choose peace in our heart above everything and as, as our priority, and ask us a question, what would love do? And love always gives gratitude, appreciates, and forgives. And that brings peace of mind and brings instant transformation. So that's what that's that's what I thought. What would love do? I mean, that oh. is the, the the big question. What would love do, right? The biggie, yeah. I love it, love it. Some of the things that were coming to my mind, um, it's when was it a few months ago? I did a forgiveness exercise as part of a, a program that I attended, a coaching program. And it was sunning, sunning work. And I feel that, so I need to thank the cards because I feel that I need to revisit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and some of the questions that were coming to my mind is, who are you holding grudges towards? Mm-hmm. And what is, why, why is it really so difficult to, to forgive, right? So who would you be? And uh, this is at the back. You started that question last time and, and I'm, um, I'm taking the essence of that question. Who would you be without it? Mm-hmm. So who would you be without, um, if you were awesome. not to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So is forgive not forgiveness or is holding on to the grudges giving me something? Is it the energy? Is, is it feeding me? And what is it exactly feeding? What mm-hmm. is it exactly feeding? Is it is again is something for, for you to to mm-hmm. uh, to reflect on if you resonate with that, with this question? And um, what else do I have here? Let's see what else came through. Um and yes, it's, it's the fact that, that forgiveness could create this harmony. And it's for sure, for sure, for sure, a medicine. Um, you've said it's so beautiful, gratitude and forgiveness. But these two combined are incredibly powerful. And again, forgiveness towards others, it's amazing, but also I need to forgive myself. So what do you need to give to forgive yourself about? So we would suggest write down everything that you need to forgive yourself about. And let's start that healing journey, right? A healing, actually transformation, it's when we start forgiving, right? Otherwise, I'm not forgiving because you've done, I'm accepting the wrongdoing of somebody else. It's because I'm ready to let go of the energy. So if I'm holding the energy to, when I release that, how would that help me altogether? How would that improve my life altogether? What else am I inviting when I'm letting go of these grudges and, and, and this, um, yeah, the non-forgiving? I mean, if there are words, so this is a question I have for you, actually, Gemma. What words would you associate with the word forgiveness? Hmm. I think you said it beautifully and it's, it's actually self-love because we, we do it for ourselves. I think I, I mentioned something at the beginning of the podcast, but when we forgive, we think we do it for the other person and then, oh, but I'm not going to forgive them because they did that to me. But it's not true. We don't do it for the other person. The other person doesn't need forgiveness. How many people hold grudges for years and years uh, towards someone who maybe are already dead? 
So then allowing the other person to hurt them even after they are dead. And maybe they didn't even know they did some hurting uh, to, the, to the other person. So the forgiveness is, is for us, it's for you, it's for you. So that was beautifully said. And it's, um, it leads to transformation of the self. It does what it does. I feel the human nature, nature itself, we were talking about animals earlier, is forgiving, is forgiving, is forgiving. Nature gives all the time. Nature is forgiving. It gives and gives. So who are we? Who are we to not forgive if forgiving is an act of self-love? Who are we to not forgive if forgiving is an act of self-love? It's a sacrilege against our heart not to forgive. It's a sacrilege. We were talking about sovereignty earlier on, and the it's it's well, to be sovereign. Mm-hmm. If that it's the 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 goal, I'm not yeah. sure the right word to say. If this is you know, being sovereign is a goal rather than it's it's a path, I guess. Well, it's a decision that we want to make, and and uh, mm-hmm. and it's a healing journey, right? So mm-hmm. of course, you know. Um, forgiveness it's one of the key steps yeah one of the key steps in fact or the first few um uh, an important action actually to take yeah it's very important it immediately opens the heart it leads to inner transformation immediately and like you said it's greatly healing for you for the other person as well but mainly for you Mm. wow and just like that we're coming to the end of our podcast today Ladies, we really hope you loved it, enjoyed it. You took, um, uh, you had some insights and took some notes. And everything, by the way, when we we invite you to take notes, it needs to resonate with you, right? Don't take notes because we said so or because we shared it. Maybe at the back of this, you get a greater insight that is relevant for you. So you know, you know what's best for you. And we hope that if anything, we have triggered some beautiful thoughts um, and some beautiful emotions. Thank you so much for being with us and we will see you again in two weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Lara. Bye-bye. That's all for today, ladies. Thank you so much for joining our conversation and we truly hope you loved it. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to our podcast and also share it with other fabulous ladies so they could benefit from it too. If you want to get in touch, you could find us on all major social media platforms. Speak to you very soon.